0: The College Football Experience, West Virginia Mountaineers, 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks brought to you by Winbet. Bet a hundred dollars at Winbet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash winbet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Rassa brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app. No, yes, uh, the college football experience is what I mean. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sports slash CFB. That's sports slash CFB. Hey,
1: this is Pac-Man Jones. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride.
0: Preview episode. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man
1: thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy.
0: Oh, 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 let's go to Morgantown. I consider Morgantown the epitome of what the energy we try to bring on the college football experience and college basketball experience because they are a college town. It's awesome. I've been to Morgantown. So that's why I had to bring on this guest here. First off behind the scenes, you might not know that this guy's helped out a lot with the college football and college basketball experience, but he also, this guy's a WVU grad. All right. I had to get him on. He's chances are high probability that he has lit a couch on fire uh, and, and uh, give it up for Ryan McIntyre, host of the NBA gambling podcast and the Ryan and rush show. How you doing? And, and I appreciate you hopping on the show, man.
1: Well, I appreciate you having me Colby and uh, fired up to be on the college football experience. I know we talk about the college basketball experience a lot. Uh, Fired up to talk about my alma mater, the big year, year four of the Neil Brown
0: era. And I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. It's well, first, like let me. Let's just enjoy uh, this. Morgantown, always be home, sweet home to me. Oh yeah.
1: Good old Morgantown. Morgantown, WP.
0: Great song. Morgantown's fantastic, but I'll be honest so far, I'm kind of eating a little bit of shit. I thought the Neil Brown hire was really good when it happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, you look at what he's done. He's just 17 and 18. This is year four. He's so three years in 17, 18, the COVID year, obviously, Uh, but still that's not, that's not what I envisioned. I thought it was a really good hire and I'm a bit baffled at, uh, at, And it's weird because I guess I mean I I guess we got to play this because this, in my opinion, this fits the West Virginia team uh, over the past couple years. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Uh, Sometimes they they pass the eye test. There'll be certain games where I'll be like, oh, okay, he's got this program rolling. And then there'll be certain games where I go, what? How did you lose this game? You know, I started to buy in after the Virginia Tech win last year. Turns out maybe Virginia Tech wasn't that good. What's your overall assessment? of Neil Brown.
1: So the thing I struggle with this team in this program, I I don't see what their identity is. Like I, t- I watch them on obviously a week to week basis. It's my alma mater, big fan. And I can't figure out what they're trying to do offensively, defensively. You mentioned the COVID year. The COVID year was actually the best year under Neil Brown. And they were good defensively this, uh, that year. I think their identity this year, if they're going to have one, is their offensive line. They return everybody on the offensive line, and that's the core of what their strength is coming into this year. And then obviously, like every team, it comes down to quarterback play. And JT Daniels, the transfer from Georgia, it's, it's kind of ride or die with him. I mean, this is Neil's ticket right here.
0: Yeah, I, this is a make or break year. I thought it was a home run get by getting him knowing the situation, you know, Deggie had moved on to Western Kentucky. He's now <laughs> since moved on to uh to uh Troy where Neil yeah. Brown, Neil Brown's so. originally from Troy. I mean, look, when he was at Troy, I bought in. I bought in. But I'll be honest, you're you're dead on. The identity of this team has been in my opinion, if I had to to break down the past 3 years, unknown offensively defense, normally good defense. And they get destroyed by the portal every year. That would be my yep. assessment of West Virginia football under the, under Neil Brown. Um, but you make a great point. I think he finally, he, the offensive lines were pretty bad. And I I, I, I will say this from what I understand. And uh, when Holgerson left for Houston, I understand that he saw the writing on the wall, much like Jimbo Fisher, when he was at Florida state, he knew that the, the players they had coming in, he was like, man, I better cash my chips in while I have this because the players that are coming in are not fit and they're not the same players we had before. So I have heard that maybe that was the case. I know Neil Brown, I f- feels great about return. Well, returning any coach would feel great about returning all five offensive line. alive. And so maybe this is the year, but once again, I still believe they did take some huge hits in the portal. And I guess another big question is, can JT Daniels stay healthy Yeah. throughout his whole college career back to at USC when he plays, he's pretty good. But the question, I don't think I've seen him play a full season ever in college football. So I would have to go back and double check that, but I believe so. Um, well, let's hop into it because uh, Neil Brown brings in Graham Harrell as offensive coordinator you know where he was last year? He was at USC running the air raid. He did have a top 25 offense, uh, mainly pass offense uh, because they don't commit to the run much. Graham Harrell's a former Texas tech quarterback played with Mike Leach. uh, So he's going to run the air raid. Now that is going to give you an offensive identity. And another thing is JT Daniels, I think will have a little bit of familiarity with, with systems like that. I I obviously at Georgia, they didn't really Monken kind of did; he had that M.O., but they didn't really do that. But uh, back to USC, I would say they kind of did it then. So uh, I think Daniels is a nice fit if he can stay healthy. If returning five offensive linemen is good, I'm sure JT Daniels when he was considering because I know Missouri and and Oregon State was trying to grab him. Uh, I'm sure that hey, this this team's returning five starters. I think I'll choose this one, um, but he inherits an offense that was 88th in total offense, 103rd in rush offense, 56th in pass offense and charting at 87th overall. And I think this is a gigantic question because with Graham Harrell here, it's how fast can he do it? Because Neil Brown, I don't think he's got an extra year. It's got to happen this year. So that is a big question. Cause another thing is when you're bringing in a brand new offense, now I will say this 56 in pass offense last year. So you were kind of a passing team last year but the air raid is a little bit different as far as timing and and rhythm and chemistry. Normally when you're implementing the air raid, Mike Leach will tell us this. We, we, we've we've had conversations with the guy uh, saying that normally it's about rhythm. It's about rhythm and and it's not, it's hard to get that. So when Leach went to to Mississippi state year one or when he went to Washington state year one, they struggled because you got to develop that. That's after reps repetition. And uh, and that's going to be the question, I think, for Graham Harrell is how fast can he implement this? Uh, now it seems like they got a little bit of a head start as far as last year they were a pass heavy team. Uh, so there's that seven starters back are on offense. J.T. Daniels, obviously, we we touched on. He's he's essential to their success, I believe. Also, I'm seeing that they're probably going to go with this uh, freshman Tony Mathis at running back interesting. I know they've had some success. Uh, Letty Brown was a beast um, uh, on the ground. So, but with them not committing to the run as much, maybe that won't be as big as a factor. They do return two of three at wideout, led by Sam James, Bryce uh, or uh, Sam James and Bryce Ford Wheaton breaking in a new tight end. I'm seeing it penciled in. This is going to all change because of camp uh, obviously, but Mike O'Loughlin five of five back on the O-line. I'll be honest. The offense has the potential. I don't know about the ground attack but it has the, the potential when you turn out all five starting offensive linemen, alignment, you get two or three wide outs back and you, and you get a quarterback that can probably throw the ball better than, you know, a lot since, since Will Greer really probably the best throwing quarterback since Will Greer, what do you make of the offense? You think, you think this can be an offense that I think the, another thing is. It matters how fast it can start, and they play eleven power fives this year. We're going to get more to the schedule, but your your thoughts? Brutal schedule, yeah. Brutal,
1: yeah. It's brutal. Uh, but yeah, we'll touch on that in a minute. The ironic thing is, Dana is also Dana Holgerson's also a Mike Leach guy, so they've had success in this league under this air raid. That's been their best offensive teams. You touch on Will Greer, Skylar Howard, even rewind all the way to their first year in the Big Twelve with Geno Smith and that team. So. Mm I mean, I think JT Daniels chose here because of the offensive line. I mean, it, it, he's had issues staying healthy, and what better way to stay healthy than be behind five good offensive linemen? And I think they're going to be more explosive with Graham Harrell coming over from USC this year. They're going to have to be. And, I mean, everybody that watches the Big 12 knows what they're known for. It's, it's an offensive, offensive league.
0: Yeah, it really is. And Leach has had his imprint. I, mean, I, yeah. I knew Holgerson played for him at, at uh, Iowa Wesleyan back in the day. Uh, man, uh, defensively, Jordan Leslie, I think he's done a pretty damn good job. Last year, 45th in scoring, defense 43rd in rush defense, 40th in pass defense, starting at 37th of raw. And folks, I don't have the information in front of me, but if I was to pull what they lost in the portal last year, you would say that I, I, even myself, I was like, there's no way they're they're, They're going to have a top 40 defense, but no, they still managed to play good defensive football. Now here's the, here's the problem here. Only four starters back four starters back, but they do have Dante stills. Who is a beast on the defensive line. They get two or three back on the D line. They get two or three back in the linebacking core, led by Lance Dixon. They are breaking in an entirely brand new secondary. That is uh, concerning. Their kicker is back, but they are breaking in a new punter. Talk to me about. I, I'll say this: If you were to tell me, not even West Virginia, if you were to tell me any team, and I was the head coach, and you told me Kobe, you could have, you know, two players back. You had to break in a brand new unit anywhere. I think I would choose secondary. I think I would choose secondary. I know that's that's even a little crazy because the Big Twelve fires the ball around something, but I still think I would choose secondary. Uh, so. I know that's that's never a good situation to lose your whole unit, but if there was one, I think that's what I would choose. So maybe there's some optimism there. What do you make of the defensive side of the ball with West Virginia?
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And like you said, last year from the year before that, it was a transition year. They've gotten killed by the portal um, where guys are transferring left and right. And a guy, Charles Woods is going to be the leader of the secondary. So I think this defense will patch it together like they have now with that said, patching it together. You're still playing Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. Uh, I guess you could throw Texas in there, even though they're always <laughs> overrated. <laughs> uh, we always struggle with Texas tech. Uh, TCU is going to be new under Sonny Dykes. And uh, I said, obviously Oklahoma state with Gundy. So, yeah. it's, and I was state. state, I was state. I know you, Iowa State and K State, you're higher on them than the general public, which which I agree with. So they're always tricky, so it's it's an offensive league. So this defense got to get patched together quickly, especially with Pitt and Virginia Tech on the non-con.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the, the non-con <laughs> is, is so nine conference games, then you stack a two rivalry games. I mean, look, I, I I <laughs> my heart is with the with the athletic director there because. Look, and I'll get your, t- your, I want your two cents on this. I know that you probably were there when they entered the big 12, your years in Morgantown, if I had to guess, but I I don't like them in the big 12, man. I want to see them playing Virginia tech. I want to see them playing Pitt. I want to see them playing even like Maryland and Virginia and that whole area. I want even that's Cincinnati deep. and stuff, you know, I mean, that's the benefit of Cincinnati coming to the big 12 is I go, Oh, we can get a Cincinnati, West Virginia wi- rivalry. Maybe Um but what do you make of uh the of the big 12 trans I guess 10 what is it 10 years into this thing now I think 10 11 years into uh them being a part of the big 12 you like it in the big 12
1: me personally no just because I've dealt with the travel um being on the basketball side of things like I, I'm hearing all these complaints from UCLA and USC about potential travel issues and I'm just laughing I'm like I saw Jay Bill's tweet out the other day. He's like, West Virginia's been dealing with this for a decade now. This is these guys are pros now. It's 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 the new college athletics. It's it is what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I know that yeah, having to go because I mean a lot of these big twelve teams are in small towns. I've been to Stillwater, Oklahoma. I've been to some of these towns, uh short of Austin. And you know, I guess Norman is somewhat close to Oklahoma City, so you have that, but there's a, Getting to Manhattan, Kansas is not an easy thing to do. No. Get, getting to Waco, Ames. Texas, even yeah. So yeah,
1: Ames is tricky too.
0: Lubbock, I think Lubbock is a pain in the ass to get to. Yeah, I think uh, so. I don't know, but I'm glad to see they did that. Look, we're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk uh, what Las Vegas expects from the Mountaineers in 2022. And what we expect, we're going to go game by game on the schedule. And by the way, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see what Las Vegas expects. Cause shout out to the SGPA graphics team for putting together that stuff. And uh, yeah, remember folks, the college football experience, subscribe to that on for wherever podcasts can be heard. Also the college basketball experience. But we are together as one on YouTube at youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. All right, uh, we're going to get to all that. But now I got to get us paid. I want to tell you, folks, out there that the college football experience, West Virginia Mountaineers 2022 season preview episode, it's brought to you by WinBet. Bet a $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather. You know, for the betters that make the most informed bets possible. Uh, it also has a bet tracker. So betters can keep records of all your games, all your betting activity. For me, that's huge because you get me into like December and I'm on like 30 different sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm doing college, I got five college basketball plays. I got five college football plays. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing the, uh, the chimichanga bowl in El Paso or something. You know what I mean? Like uh, then I got the NFL going on, you know, Ryan hosts the NFL gambling podcast. People subscribe, right? But I'm saying, you know, you, you just spread out everywhere. You're touching, you know, NHL I, look, I don't even watch that much NHL, but if I get a tip, I'm, Oh, I'm, let me get in there. So to organize it all, huge, huge for me. Uh, go to slash blue wire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. And believe it or not, Run Your Pool offers every game you can really think of. I mean, pick Survivor, Fantasy Pools. It is a one stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you simply will not get anywhere else. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool because we're hosting our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. What are you doing, bozos? Hop in now! It's free to enter. Reserve your spot. We're gonna give away $500 cash and a $250 gift card to the SGPN store to the winner. So get in right now. Sign up uh, at play.runyourpool.com/sgp. That's play.runyourpool.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of different players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. They just passed 4 million users. All right. And now you can win uh, with their brand new over under game. It's fantastic. Uh, first in any sport, you choose two or more players. You like you pick the over or under on their stat projection. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. And with the NFL season, right around the corner, sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience So right now on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's sleeper.com slash SGP. And you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right. We are back talking, talking Mountaineer football. And well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about when it comes like, like we alluded to earlier, Uh, the transfer portal has been absolutely crazy uh, over the past few years. I would say, look, I mean, Arizona state might make, make the cut this year, but Colorado and West Virginia have been just depleted by the transfer portal. And maybe you can add on Arizona state with all the pending stuff that's going on over there. Um, But uh, let's, let's talk about it here because let's, let's start with incoming because, we try to grade the transfer portal in 2022, since it's absolutely fucking bananas uh, before five years ago, we would just say, Oh, they added one transfer. Let's talk about it now. Now it's like, no, everyone's going everywhere. Right? <laughs> so I try, we try to get together and see what the, what the team will look like. See so see if we can, I think it's essential to grade the, the transfer portal. I mean, short of what Kirk Ferentz at Iowa and Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, I feel like everyone or the service academies, um, but the incoming class for, for the Mountaineers, obviously we alluded to this getting uh, JT Daniels from Georgia. I think that's huge. And I think you can build a case alone on that, that they won the portal because a quarterback is so huge. You almost need a very good quarterback in 2022. Uh, And they address these situations. I mean, obviously defensive backs. We just talked about this. They didn't have any defensive, they're breaking in a brand new secondary. Well, they go out and this was a late get and Patty C, my co-host that is normally with me. He played defensive back at James Madison. And I know he was yeah. high. On, he was high on Wesley McCormick uh, in the Sunbelt or in the FCS last year as they transitioned to the Sunbelt. So he was a late transfer that ended up going to West Virginia. I think that's a great get considering. I know they needed to fill some voids. This is a guy that started. Uh, if you watch any JMU football over the past couple of years, they're they're a legit team. Like they put players in the pros, so um, I think that that's a big get. They also added a cornerback from Colorado State, uh, Rashad Ajay. So that I, I don't know much about about, about him, but getting addressing that I think is huge. They also brought in cornerback Marcus Floyd from the Murray State Racers, going to grab so, some 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 uh, some secondary guys. They also went out and got on the defensive line man. I don't know how to pronounce Zaquai Lawton from Cincinnati. All right. Right across. Right. Okay. That could be a good get linebacker. Jasir Cox from North Dakota state. Uh, Hello. North Dakota state should have jumped to the FBS like 10 years ago. They're really good. So, you know, I know he was an impact player there. They also got defensive lineman, Michael Lockhart from the Georgia tech yellow jackets. They got kicker Parker Grothus from Florida state. I don't think he's going to start, but Uh, and tight end Brian uh, Polandy from Colorado state yet again. They also got a linebacker in Tyreek Austin cave from the Miami hurricane. So they were active. They were proactive. I feel like they had to be because once again, we got to talk about what they lost running back Lynn J Dixon, who believe it or not, he already transferred out of Tennessee. This, this guy went from Clemson to West Virginia. (laughs) He transferred to Tennessee in like early August. And now he's already gone. This guy's hilarious to me. It's like, dude, make up your mind, man. I get it. Do what you want to do, but but what is this? Like four schools in three seasons. I mean, I don't know. God bless him. All right. Uh, next up, uh, they lost uh, Jacory Hammett, a linebacker. He's in the portal. They lost offensive tackle John Hughes. Hey, shout out to John Hughes. Rest in peace, the the film director. Um. They also lost cornerback Nick Troy Fortune to UTSA. The Roadrunners, Meep Meep. This one, I think, hurt. Four star loss in the portal. They grade the portal now. Akeem Mezador went to the Miami Hurricanes. I do think that is a loss that hurts. Um, they lost linebacker Josh Chandler to the Colorado Buffaloes. This was a great gift for the Buffaloes because they got destroyed in the portal. Uh, that's a tough loss, too. Uh, he was a uh, preseason uh, in some publications uh preseason second team big 12. Uh, linebacker Tavis Lee hit the portal. also cornerback Daryl Porter went to Miami. this was a gigantic loss because he was he was really good for them last year. Uh, tight end Charles Finley hit the portal wide receiver Isaiah Esdale went to the Rice Owls uh, and then wide receiver Sean Ryan to Rutgers that was a bit surprising to me. if they're bringing in the air raid and I'm a wide receiver, the last place I'm going to go is Rutgers. All right. I, I, that one like, it's like, what, what are you doing? Uh, They lost cornerback, Jackie Matthews. Also another four star in the portal to Mississippi state. They lost wide receiver, w- Winston Wright. Who's really good to Florida state. Now he was involved in a car accident down there in Tallahassee. So I wishing him the best. Uh, They lost quarterback, Jared Dougie. Like I said, he was at Western Kentucky. He's already moved on to Troy. Um, And I believe t- tight end TJ banks to the Akron zips, I think. And then uh linebacker van Darius Cowan to the Maryland Terrapins. That's a lot. That's a lot to, to, to take in right there. <laughs> I mean, look, losing those guys in the defensive side of the ball are fucking brutal. There's no other way to, to cut it, but I still think with all that said, you have the best quarterback you've had in some time. If he can stay healthy. I'm gonna say slight win. I know you got destroyed, like that, the defensive side of the ball yeah. really got hurt. And I even think Sean Ryan, what are you doing? Um what would you grade that?
1: I'd say a B. I'm I'm with you because oh, yeah. you upgraded the most important position from Deggy to Daniels. Uh by the way, I didn't know if you were reading off the the top 25 lists or the transfer <laughs> portal there. That's, yeah. that's how yeah. many names there were <laughs> receiving votes. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's ridiculous. You can how, find how
0: phone guys. books. You can find phone books. Well, if they <laughs> still had them in this country, probably in certain towns uh, that are probably thinner than, than what I just read off. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think getting the quarterback is huge. Obviously losing that many players on the defensive side of the ball is very concerning. Ch- like Josh Chandler was really good. Daryl Porter was really good. The other corner was really good. Uh, <laughs> they lost some key guys, Uh Mezador on the, on the D line. It's going to be interesting to watch. Um, okay. So now we're going to hop into the schedule and we're going to talk about the Mountaineers actually. But before we do, I got to get us paid one more time. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by trade coffee. Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. And let me tell you, trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters. It's expert tasted coffee. Might I add trades actually got a coffee team. They don't hit the transfer portal because they sit there and taste test thousands of coffees They keep over 450 different kinds of coffee live, ready to ship out to you every single day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you, and let Trade's human-powered algorithm find it for you. Look, all these people out there doing online dating and all that stuff—you you're you're letting an algorithm connect you to go out to some bar and and hope that Susan likes you. All right, well let do the same for your coffee. All right. let me tell you folks, right now, trade is offering new subscribers a total of thirty dollars off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash sgp. That's more than forty cups of coffee for free, people. Get started today by taking their quiz at uh, drinktrade.com slash sgp and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. We're also brought to you by Babbel. I know that sounds like a kid's book or something, but this is not it. All right? This is uh for most of us. I I definitely fit in this when I say us. Learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers, but now thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Jeez. It's like a Beatles album, right? Uh, there's an, there's just a fun and easy way to learn a new language, whether you're traveling abroad or connecting in a deeper way with family, or, you know, maybe you just have some downtime and you just want to learn a language Babbel's it's, it's smart how they do this. They do 15 minute lessons uh, and it makes it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language apps use AI, you know, for, for, for their lesson plans. Uh, But Babel's lessons were created by a hundred language experts. All right. Maybe Ed Orgeron was on there. I don't know Um, what, but their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be uh, effective. So, I mean, with Babel, you can choose over 14 different languages They include Spanish. French, Italian, German, plus Babel's speech recognition uh technology helps you improve your own pronunciation, your and, and with the accents and everything, which is key. Uh so right now, save up to sixty percent off your subscription. When you go to babbel.com slash SGP, that's babbel.com slash sgp for up to sixty percent off your per or your your prescription, your subscription. Uh we're also brought to you by Elias. Yes. It's almost the start of the NFL season. Once again, survive, uh, subscribe to the NFL gambling podcast. Uh, And I, we love this time of year. We, we really love this time. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias game plan app. Yes. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, all that stuff. Um, Elias game plan is, is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias sports bureau. If you don't know what that is, people, that's the official, the official statisticians of uh, us pro sports leagues, including the NFL. So their app lets you access team stats, player stats, head to head comparisons, Elias uh, insight they give you for, for uh, each, each team. It's, it's really amazing. Uh, it's a one-stop shop for player news, league validated uh player stats, team records, expert game analysis for betting, building your own fantasy team, impressing your friends, whatever. It's perfect for the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team. You get team previews, everything you can think of under the sun, really. So, uh, take my advice. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. Um, NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias game plan in the App Store or, or Google Play Store today, people. Elias! All right, we are back talking. Little West Virginia football, what's not to love? Love Morgantown, one of my favorite college towns I've been to. I gotta get back there for a game. Uh, although I will say, the one time I went a long time ago, showing my age, uh, someone got in a fight about like 10 seats away from us. And one of the security guys this would never, this would never float nowadays. This is probably like 2002, just to give you an idea. One of the security guys around us decided to pepper spray the whole area. So it's nothing better than just watching a football game as your, your eyes are completely bloodshot red uh, and you're just crying. You're crying a pretty much. You just have tears going down your face. And you're sitting there you're hammered because you've been drinking for 12 hours you're just like ah. you know it, it was just uh just a classic play just like hey these two are fighting let's just bomb the place we pretty much got pepper sprayed bombed fantastic place though i'm telling you uh, the tailgating scene in Morgantown awesome i oh, highly yeah. recommend it. i don't even really remember to tell you the truth i just remember <laughs> that i had a great time so then you did
1: it right <laughs> <laughs> exactly hey, uh, by the way was that game uh One of those Virginia Tech Michael Vick games, or my or the old vintage Miami Hurricane games. It was a Virginia Tech one. It was
0: not with Vick though. I think Vick had just gone. It was whoever was was right between the Vicks. Yeah, yeah. It was. It might have been Brian Randall. Maybe. I, 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 once again, I definitely was very young and consuming a lot. Now I did, I did love college football then too, but I just don't remember a lot of the game experience because you guys up there in Morgantown are fantastic. I had like 300 (laughs) cocktails before I even went in. I don't don't even know a cocktail is the correct term. I had like 30 shots of everything you could think of uh, before. Yes, exactly. Before I even went into the stadium. So, uh, you know, those people, uh, they, they do it right. I'm a big, big fan of Morgantown, West Virginia. Um, And believe it or not, we had Bud Foster on the show, legendary uh, Virginia tech defensive coordinator on the the main feed sports gambling podcast and in our Virginia tech preview here on the college football experience. And he was talking about how much he enjoys, even though they're the rivals that he, he loves Morgantown and he thinks they should play every year. So, uh, all right. If you're watching on YouTube, you see the win total five and a half right there. The action surprisingly to me, the overs at minus 125 the under is at plus 105 so actually vegas leaning towards a to, towards a 5 and 7 season yeah what is your if 5 and 7 could neil brown make it another year if they go 5 and 7 you think
1: i don't think so i think he's at least got to get 6 i agree
0: um,
1: and then 6 i think is a decision time for administration but i i yeah i mean if they if if they go five after going six and then the year before that was six and then five before that i mean there's no there's no progression there it's 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 a dead end at that point so especially with bringing in jt daniels i mean this is all their eggs are in that basket and this is the year for them they need to take a step forward and go 7 and 5 or 8 and 4
0: yeah i mean i think 7 is pretty much i mean you're right cuz at 6 and 6 but then you could win the bowl game and claim you won 7 I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's right in that gray area, uh, but um, at the same time, I'm trying to find us something uh, for, for the effect of the fact that week one, just, just we're, we're right around the corner here. Thank you. College football gods. All right. Thank you. I need to do a, just a 10 minute riff on this. We like the fan that, uh, you know, college football, you know, uh, well, I should say athletic directors TV execs, school presidents, they've ignored the fan for a long fucking time. All right. That's why we don't see this game. This is ridiculous that we don't see this game because this game is awesome. When I was a kid growing up in the eighties, some of my first college football memories are watching the backyard brawl. So, so Thursday, September 1st, West Virginia heads to Pittsburgh. Now look, in my opinion, this should be the last game of the year every year, but Mm -hmm. I'm just glad it's on the schedule you, th- this game is awesome. It is the reason why college football, in my opinion, and I know you host an NFL show, so I don't want to just shit on the NFL, but I, I college football and college basketball, where is, is is where my heart's at because of matchups like this, because yeah. this is the epitome of why college football is great. It's already sold out. And I love this, this fact that like, uh, this is the sold out in Heights. This is not in Morgantown, right? Which is an NFL stadium. And I feel like that doesn't happen all the time with Pittsburgh games. but. I've, I've seen Nick Saban talk about it. I've seen the big 10 commissioner talk about it. I've seen uh, all these uh, people over the past two or three college football seasons complain about fan attendance. They say, Oh, well, you know, our fans need to come out to these games. Well, fuck you. How about you schedule the games we want to see? All right. We don't want to see the Citadel taking on Alabama. Nick Saban's like, Oh, with well, this place wasn't full. Yeah. Because you're up 65 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. We want to see nice matchups. We want rivalries. We want tradition, history, live atmospheres. Yes. If you build it, it will come to quote field of dreams. Please give us more of this. Uh, Heinz field. This is awesome. By far my favorite game of week one. Oh man. And it's so primed. I, I feel like already Narduzzi has been like a a wild man this off season. Didn't someone wear like a WVU hat and he kicked him out of a practice or something. Yeah, I mean Narduzzi's blasted Mark Whipple, who was like, "You dude, you just won the ACC. You had a Heisman candidate. You you almost went undefeated, and you're just first co- round pick. <laughs> yeah, first yeah. first quarterback drafted. This is helping your program. Whether you look, I get it. If you had a riff with them, but just don't go public with it. Don't go public with it. You look like a fool right now. But but, but all of it. I'm here for all of it. And then you have Neil Brown. No, everyone's. It's kind of quiet in Morgantown, but five starters back on offense are on the offensive line. I know, I know Pitt's D line is nasty. So that offensive line, we're going to learn a little bit about 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 that offensive line right away. Mm -hmm. What do you? I I, am I a fool for even asking you? What are you doing here? It's uh,
1: first of all, it's the perfect game for that Thursday opener. Seven o'clock to <laughs> kick off week one. I mean, they could not have slotted this in a more perfect spot. I mean, I guess you could have thrown it on the Sunday night game or the Monday night game, but I like it on that Thursday night to open it to bring back the backyard brawl for the first time in a decade. I mean, it's been way too long. These, like you said, these two should play every year. It's, yeah, there, there's no doubt about it. This is what college football is all about. Um, so obviously they're seven point underdogs. I think it's a little bit inflated because of how good Pitt was last year, and obviously the Mountaineers were six and seven. I I think this comes right down to the wire. I, I do think too. They have a chance to win it outright. I, I agree. Really do.
0: I agree. And look, you got to love the sl- Keaton Slovis is the reason why J T Daniels transferred to Georgia. So what happened? They were both at USC. Keaton Slovis is now the starting quarterback of Pitt. He. So JT Daniels tours ACL right here at the LA Coliseum. I'm recording here in LA. Uh, he's out for the year, but this JT Daniels is a five-star recruit. Well, Keaton Slovis comes in big time recruit out of Arizona and he plays damn good in his replacement. So then they're like, we're going with Slovis JT Daniels transfers to Georgia. Then Slovis, the same exact thing that happened to Daniels happened to Slovis. He starts getting injured. And now this is compelling because JT Daniels has a a strong reason to, to, you know, I feel like from an underdog point of view, the the world told you that Slovis is better than JT Daniels. I don't know that I agree with that assessment. And I know if I'm him, I'm saying I'm super focused for that matchup because I want to prove the world wrong and say I'm better than Keaton Slovis. And we're going to go in there and win. I'm all over the points. I'll tell you that because I think this is going to come down. Uh, to a, 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 I'll tell you. And another reason that I might like West Virginia is pat Narduzzi in close games. Always, always a wild card on the coaching front. I remember that Penn state game in, in happy Valley, they're down uh seven points with two minutes left. He's at the three yard line of Penn state and he kicks a field goal with, with only one time out. It was like, wait, dude, you're down by seven. What you doing? Yeah. yeah. And then he, his defense was, well, I thought our defense could get the ball back. I was like, dude, you had a minute and like 48 seconds on the clock. What are you doing? But this game's awesome. I'm going to say gun to my head. Cause it's in Heinz. Give me Pitt. I know Morgan found uh, the, the West Virginia fans probably hate me already, but I'm just saying <laughs> it's a 50, 50 game. I don't feel confident saying Pitt. I don't feel confident saying West Virginia it's in Heinz college football teams normally that are at home for the most part. Statistically, they have a better chance of winning. I'm going pit, but I, I could totally see Neil Brown in a perfect spot to knock off the Panthers. What are you doing?
1: I'm taking the Mountaineers. There All we right. go.
0: It, you know you wouldn't I, be able to live. You wouldn't be able no, to go back I, to Morgantown.
1: No, <laughs> no it, over my dead body was I taking that fuck heat from. It. <laughs> <laughs> we got a special, we got a special song for them uh, in Morgantown too. All I got is that little uh, sound in my head of uh, when on Ryan, uh, Ryan and Sean's show the the dog, dog oh dog. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I got in my head thinking about this game I I think they're a live dog and I think they're going to win out right I really do I I think it's going to set the tone for hopefully a good year.
0: Well, let me ask you this because I've made this case. I was recently on a show uh, this past Saturday as a guest, and uh, the host was a, a WVU grad actually, surprisingly. So uh, he. Was talking about they're going to beat Pitt, and I go, Man, they haven't played the backyard brawl in forever. If they beat Pitt, Lance Leipold is in the best scenario. It's almost like Tennessee playing Pitt if Pitt was to win because they're going to be partying all week. Now, they do, luckily, it's on a Thursday, so you do get a chance to recover a little bit, but you got to watch out for that upset spot. I know Kansas has been terrible lately, but. I'm a believer in the Kansas Jayhawks and and Lance Lightpool. Yes. I think they're coming around and I think if you beat Pitt, I think this is a scary game for you guys. If you uh, lose to Pitt, I think you guys will take care of Kansas. So I think it's an interesting spot. You're calling for the for for them to to win the backyard brawl. If that's the case, I'm telling you, I'm taking Kansas in the points. Now I'm not taking Kansas to win on the money line, but I do expect that to be a game in the fourth quarter if that's the scenario. No,
1: I, I agree. I, and these games after Pitt and Virginia Tech, they've always been tough games that no matter who they've played. Um I'm trying to remember who they played after the big Virginia Tech game last year. Well, they played at Oklahoma. So like it wasn't a letdown spot, Yeah, A
0: little, little but, different uh, than Kansas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tradi-
1: <laughs> but traditionally, like this fan this fan base here, uh Mountaineer Nation, like it's it's all about being pit. And beating Virginia Tech, so having these two on the schedule in the first month, I mean, people are giddy here. It's it's we're
0: we're fired up. I'm gonna make a case you win this one. I got you guys one and one. Are you doing two and zero? Yep. I'll go two and zero. There we go. And then the Towson Tigers come into town. Uh, shout out to Towson. They got a UAB quarterback Tyler Johnson the third transferring in. Uh, they're gonna be destroyed in this game because Morgantown is batshit crazy. And I do not think you can replicate that at Towson stadium. So I got West Virginia two and one, you got them three and oh? Three zero. Oh. oh, I love it.
1: They I love things
0: are it. Cooking. Then Thursday night lane lane stadium. This is what I mean. Thank you. West Virginia. It's like their athletic director. You know, I know that, uh, I don't know who, who jumped to the big 12. What, what school president, You know, obviously they needed to find a home in a power five conference, so I can't blame them too much. It wasn't really their fault, but thank you for giving us these games. Thank you lane stadium. I have been to this game in Blacksburg on a Thursday night and actually West Virginia won on a goal line stand. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, Man, these games are tough. You know what?
1: can you imagine the sand, sand, uh enter san man on that night I know thursday, another thursday night i know
0: spot. i know it's like i'll say this
1: oh i think man. they can
0: get one of them i think they can get one of them
1: i think they'll split too
0: yeah i think they get either I, you know what i think their chances are probably better to win against virginia tech cuz even when i had bud foster on the show today no you know he's still involved with the with the university he's not the defensive coordinator anymore but he was saying that he thinks you know the, they don't have a lot of depth, but he goes, "We'll it'll be all right." But he, he, I think, he thinks, you know, the Brent Pry higher two years from now, three years from now is when it's really going to pay off. So that made me think that he knows that they're probably not that great this year. Give me WVU upset in lane. So that would put me then at at three and one. You got them three and one as well by by essentially the end of September.
1: Yeah, I I think if they beat Pitt they'll, they'll drop the game in Blacksburg. Cause I think that's gonna That's going to be a, a kind of super bowl spot for Virginia tech after the Mountaineers beat them last year here um, to end their undefeated season to start. Obviously it went downhill after that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I think if, if they're three, and oh, that's a tough spot Thursday night in Blacksburg. Cause I, that's a, That's just like Morgantown. It's it's they're, they're batshit crazy there.
0: I know. I know it's fantastic. It's absolutely what makes college football college football. Um, They do get a long rest because of a Thursday, uh, but then they play and play your favorite team. Yes. And I I will be (laughs) the biggest. Hey Morgantown. I will be the biggest West Virginia fan in the world on, uh, at least in California. How about that? Uh, When they head to Austin, Texas, please please. Remember that awesome game with Holgerson where they've, what was that? That was the will Greer game where he found the guy that went for two. What? Oh the yes. The horns down game. game. Fantastic. What are you now doing you here? Fine for that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's absolutely it's, ridiculous. All shit. Uh, what are you uh, doing here in, in Austin, Texas? Oh man, this is a hard game to forecast. I, I got to take Texas based off of their Like recruiting, but I totally expect them to to not live up to the hype.
1: (laughs) Yeah, usually they haven't disappointed by now. So I mean, I'll probably take Texas, but the Mountaineer take the Mountaineers to cover because they always play Texas well there.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be rooting man all day. Uh, Then you got the bye week, and this is a time for me. I normally do the sling game of the season, right? Uh, With all of these previews, I pick out the game of the season, but most of them, I'd say ninety nine, if not a hundred percent of them have been division games. I'm going to use this moment to backtrack to the backyard brawl. Thank you. College football. That is the sling game of the year because I once had a West Virginia, West Virginia fan. Tell me, I don't care if we're 0 and nine or 0 and 10, if we beat Pittsburgh, that's all that matters. All right. And I love that. That's, that's what I'm talking about. So it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV, starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN, two ESPN, three sec network, ACC, I'm sorry, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream it on any device record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers sling the live TV you love for a price. You'll love. Try us today all right. I just had to get that in there. Had to get that in there. So you got a bye week I got him at this point at three and two, Uh, Ryan's got him at three and two as well. You get a bye week and now you're hosting it once again, Thursday night, Morgantown. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us Thursday night football games. That's another thing that's happened. And I know you host the NFL gambling podcast, but when I was coming up, uh, I sound like a fucking grandpa Uh, (laughs) uh, Thursday night games. It was, it was college. NFL didn't make that transition to like November. It was always college games uh, back, you know, would own Thursday nights. And then the NFL would transition when college would, would leave in November. And then the NFL would do the rest of the season on Thursdays. That's changed. and And because of that, I think college football doesn't want to compete with the NFL, which I think is foolish. I think there's room for both. This is my point. Glad to see Morgantown getting Thursday night games. Baylor's going to be pretty damn good this year. This is an interesting game because I really like Baylor on the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively. They started a freshman quarterback. The final two games of the season last year, he played pretty damn good or, but he is only a sophomore. He has only started a few games. This might be his first really true road test. I know he played. Yeah. Let me see who they uh, they get at BYU week two and they get at Ames. So he'll be a little bit battle tested by the time he comes into Morgantown, but I would still argue. And I think Morgantown and West Virginia fans. Would agree with me. BYU is great; they have great mm-hmm. fans. They really do. Iowa State's great; they have great fans. But come on, this is Morgantown, man. There's can you a top ten matchup? Oh man, give me give me an upset special. Let's go, let's
1: go. I'm with you. Baylor has never won in Morgantown. <laughs> that, that, That's they, another nugget. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and and they, I think they've been. The one year they were in the top five, it was the year that uh, them and TCU got left out of the playoff. That was the that their one loss was in Morgantown.
0: That's true. That's true. When they had was that RG three they had then. Uh,
1: It was right after RG three. It was Art Bryles though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now you know something interesting that I think about with this is uh, bringing Graham Harrell. You know, Dave Aranda was a Mike Leach guy at one point played uh, mm. coach Leach. And, and I know he's had very good success as a head coach. And when he was DC of LSU against the air raid, you saw it last or not only against the air raid, but also the way uh, like any of those really up-tempo spread offenses. He has had very good success. I mean, he whooped Ole Miss in the bowl game. Now Corral got injured, but against Lincoln Riley, they beat him last year. and they, they give them fits. I'm telling you they give. So Aranda watch out though, because I do think he's a, I think he's actually really underrated as a head coach. And I think he might, I was surprised. He did. I think LSU even came calling and he, he decided to stay in Waco. Um, So just something to monitor with that game. He has been really good against the air raid so far. Keep an eye on that. Um, I'm telling yeah, you, really, he's a good coach. Yeah. He's a damn good coach. I think man. And
1: uh, this guy's play hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So then you had the Saturday, October twenty second, Lubbock, Texas. <sighs> I got, I got, I got Texas Tech, man. I, I think Joey McGuire is the, the Big Twelve is fucking fun this year, man, because I think the McGuire hire is pretty good, mm-hmm. and I think get bringing in Zach Kitley from Western Kentucky, they're gonna be, and he's a leech guy. See, you see the circle of the whole Big Twelve is leech. Um, it all comes
1: down to leech.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Shout out to our get friend. Up. Shout out to our friend Mike Leach, great guy. Uh, what do you, are you call for a win in Lubbock?
1: I'm gonna go lost. We all the only time we've ever won in Lubbock, ironically, was when Patrick Mahomes and Cliff Kingsbury were there. <laughs> <laughs> go figure that.
0: Uh, college football makes no sense, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but they they blew out with Skylar Howard. They blew out Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, no, I we struggle in Lubbock, and it. If coming off a big emotional Baylor win, it's kind of a letdown spot, as you would say.
0: So we got I we, I got them four and three. Then we're seeing eye to eye. They host TCU now. I know some people this TCU team. The people are high on Sunny Dykes. Well, believe it or not, yeah. he is a Mike Leach guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they <laughs> head yeah, to Morgantown. Yeah, the whole the whole fucking conference. I'm just going to stop giving analysis. Uh They head to Morgantown. I have West Virginia beating TCU. You?
1: Yeah, uh, Neil Brown's undefeated against TCU in his tenure here, so I, I think he continues to keep being the Horn Frogs.
0: So that would put us at a five and three, correct? Yeah, right. Five and three. Five
1: and three. Going and, to Ames.
0: I, I'm sorry, man. I got Iowa State, man. What are you doing here?
1: Campbell has had Neil's number, so I'll uh, I'll go with the Cyclones too. They're they're tough there in Ames, and I'm high I on. Know. I I think everybody. Like you said last year, loved the Cyclones. They were the the sexy pick, and then everybody went in on them. And then they were kind of were let down. This is the year to pound buy them this year because yeah. everybody's like, oh, I'm not getting burnt by the Cyclones again.
0: Yeah, people are like, Brees Hall is gone. Well, when David Montgomery left for the Chicago Bears, no one knew who the hell Brees Hall was. He's got. Yeah. Let me tell you, Campbell. Campbell is a very good. You know, he's very good at judging talent, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and developing it. Uh, I, 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 So that puts us then at what five and four, five and four. All we need is one win. Yeah! the First Oklahoma Sooners, three three <laughs> the Oklahoma Sooners, and Jeff Lebby's offense coming to Morgantown. Won't this be the last time you get the chance to beat Oklahoma in Morgantown? Because so we've that, never beat it. We've never beat Oklahoma. I know, so, and they so. leave after next year. Yeah. So next year will be in Norman. Oh, it's happening. Fuck yeah. Give me West Virginia. Give me West Virginia. I'm with you.
1: Yep. This is a this, this is the it. Last stand, man. This is it. Right. Karma, they're gonna knock Oklahoma out of the Big Twelve uh championship race with this upset win.
0: Oh, I would love it. Let's do It'd it. It would be
1: great if Oklahoma and Texas got uh canceled out again, just like last year. A hundred percent would be better than that.
0: Uh dude, I'm rooting for that, and I'm rooting for that to happen to UCLA and USC in the Pac twelve. Let's go. Yes. Uh so six, th- the over just cash, folks. And uh Unfortunately, if the rest you beat of it doesn't matter. Yeah, but, but <laughs> if you if you beat Oklahoma, you're gonna be flat as shit uh, against Kansas State. I bet Kansas State wins.
1: Yeah, and they'll just run it down our throat with Vaughn. Yeah, like they they always have our number. I mean, at that point, if if you beat Oklahoma and Pitt in the same year, and it's a win wins, it's uh, yeah, everybody's <laughs> you can throw away the rest of the season. Goal accomplished.
0: And then they head to Stillwater. I got them. I got them going six and six, dude. How about you?
1: We're 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 seeing eye to eye. Six
0: and six. Gundy owns them. Yeah. So so he owns most people. So so let me ask you this though: if he goes six and six, we've said he's fired. But what if he beats Pitt in Oklahoma? Or what if he
1: gets another year? Or what if he
0: what if he beats Pitt and Virginia Tech? Yeah.
1: Or what if he wins at
0: Texas? That's true. That's true. There's four. There's four games. There's four games. He could if he wins. If he goes three and one of those four, they could go five and seven, and he might have life. No.
1: (laughs) If he goes six and six with the way we laid it out, I think he gets another year. So I I take back what I said earlier (laughs) after diving (laughs) into the actual schedule (laughs) because there certain wins means different. Different is they—they they mean something different to this fan base. So if you win Pitt, that's like winning six games right there.
0: It's easy to see a tide turn. There
1: we go. All right, I'm on the over.
0: <laughs> Ryan's on the over. I cannot wait. Uh, I'll be honest. It, that schedule's insane. Schedule's insane. Yeah. But thank you because to me, from a fan that loves college football, I think they did the best they could. And I think you know th- what? Did we get three Thursday games. Hey rest of college football, take notes and they get the rivalry games. I challenge the whole college football world. Even if no one's listening, I don't care. Right? I will say this when I'm on my deathbed. All right. I want to see these rivalries back. Damn it. All right. Good job. West Virginia. You might be one of my favorite teams this year because we have the schedule like this. All right. I, I, Neil Brown, it's going to be a tall order, but let's see if you can do it. I'm on the over Ryan's on the over subscribe to the college football experience. People uh, and also, remember, subscribe to the college basketball experience. And remember, we're on YouTube together as one. YouTube.com slash the college experience. Also, please give us a five star review, people. Go to iTunes. Say some nice things about us. It takes a minute out of your day. All right? Please do that. And then, if you do that, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at D, Colby D or find the college football experience on Twitter at uh, tce on sgpn. Show us that screenshot. We're going to enter you in a David Stern like raffle. Where you will be guaranteed to win because it's going to be rigged. All right. So (laughs) the envelope will be cold. All right. And you will win at some point here. Just do it and then let me take care of the rest. You will win a gift card to the SGPN merch store. All right. Do that. And also, like I said, subscribe to the college basketball experience. I'm really excited, Bob Huggins, uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. Basketball Hall of Fame. Yes. Cannot wait for that. And uh, hey, it's going to be Big 12 look, I know I just said, I don't like West Virginia in the big 12, but I do like it from like an entertainment standpoint with basketball. Oh man. Even with football, it's fun because they're a quality team, but I just wish they would play a lot of their regional battles that they've played for. Oh, only 150 years or something, but big 12 basketball. Oh man, loaded. Absolutely loaded. Best Can- league in America, Yeah, by far. I don't think anything's Anything close. Was. I don't think yeah, anything's close. So check out the college basketball experience folks. Also, check out. I mean, what do, do I have to do? I have to just tell you the NFL season is right around the corner. And Ryan McIntyre hosts the NFL gambling podcast. He also hosts the Ryan and Rush show, which is talking sports all the time. I see them, t- they got the bets going with Kyle. I saw with the MLB. Tell me about yep. the Ryan and Rush show. So
1: we're daily every morning, 7 a.m. Eastern, out by 9 a.m. So everybody that's going to work at 9 Eastern, or if you're on the West Coast like yourself, It'll be out by 6 a.m. your time. Uh, just talking storylines, giving out bets. Just it's just a talk show, yep. 45 minutes to an hour every day, just like this. Two regular guys, uh, just telling ordinary stories.
0: What's not to like about that? All right, so everyone, give Ryan That's a follow. America. Yeah, exactly. You're damn right. Uh, give Give Ryan a follow on Twitter at moneyline underscore mac. That's M A C on 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 Twitter. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Uh, people check it out. I'm telling you, the guy's talented. He's got great shows. He's got great advice and he's on the over with West Virginia. So go bet it bozos. All right. Uh, check out the, uh, check out the sports gambling podcast. They just went through 32 NFL team futures. They, they just had, we just had Pat McAfee on the show. I don't know that. I don't know how much he's loved in Morgantown, but check it out. Pa- Pac-Man Jones was on the show. There you go. Pac-Man Jones was on the show. Listen to that episode. We have Mike Leach on the show all the time. Go listen to those episodes on the sports gambling podcast. Also check out all the other feeds. If you get the SGPN app, which is free in the app store and Google play store, you'll get access to all the feeds, whatever your sport is. All right. If you're into soccer, you got the world cup happening. So soccer gambling podcast, MMA gambling podcast, it doesn't matter. USFL gambling podcast. I host that thing too. So check out all that stuff folks. And uh, yeah, the discord channel, highly recommend that I grew up in a household full of like a hundred people at all times. All right. So When I was a kid trying to watch like Scooby-Doo or something that just didn't happen. I would get slapped in the back of the head and they'd put on sports. All right. But I grew up in that and I missed that. Now that I'm a married guy that has just a cat and a dog and my wife at the house, my wife doesn't like sports. So I'm just sitting there watching games all the time. Sometimes I have action on the games, but other times I don't but I missed that connection. Just seeing uh Dante stills interception last year. Oh my God. Did you see that interception? I like to say, and I go to to connect and my, my wife says, no, I didn't. I was in the bathroom. I was in the, the other room watching, you know, I don't know some scary movie or something. Right? So then I'm talking to my dog or cat. No, there's no options, but there is an option. Sports gambling podcast slash discord hop in there. Doesn't matter the sport. It's fun to interact with the guys and gals or whatever. And just have that little rush of like, oh, they're watching this game. Did you see that pass? Did you see that interception? Did you see that slam dunk? Check it out: sportsgamblingpodcast dot slash discord. And especially if you like to bet, hello. I mean, check that out too. Uh, all right, folks, I can't wait for the backyard brawl. This is the college football experience, West Virginia Mountaineer style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.
1: Some times may be good, some times it may be shit.
0: What? Well, I don't get <laughs> it. No, I do It's Division I football! It's a big thrill! It ain't in here, murals! Get my limit in right on
1: And take off to New Orleans. They're begging us. Please have a party. Beat us drinks. Get us laid. Ow!